0: BOOM Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I am your host, Brandon Rivera, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support on this new project that I've got myself into, this little crazy venture, because God knows I don't have enough on my plate. Why not just add something else? But uh, very excited to see people listening see people following and uh, commenting as well. Continue to do so on all your favorite platforms, whether that's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those, plus all the hundreds uh, of other ones that I'm not even aware of that I'm on, that I'm finding out through emails. Speaking of emails, I do want to say that we are we. This is we. So so apparently now we're just going to say we, and that's just the way it is. Um, But I'm going to get to those emails. I've been reading them. I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to work in a segment, an email segment once a week where I go through and answer some emails, answer some questions. And if I don't answer those, I will respond to you. That's probably going to start on the next podcast or next week. Actually, some of you might be getting some responses via email this weekend as well but um just bear with me this is new so it's ever growing and adapting and changing um, as i find out what works and i guess what doesn't work or what i don't like but uh you know it we will get to those and uh pretty soon i will be saying we because this coming uh i guess next week i will have my second guest on uh, if you heard the uh episode 2 or Part two of the beer, beer, beer episode. I had my first special guest on the Knights of the Bar Top as we discussed beer. Um, Probably drank too much on that episode and talked about other stuff. But I'll have a new guest coming on next week, very excited. So I'm going to try to work that in some more. Uh, Things are starting to really move here. We're getting a lot more followers and I'm getting a lot of responses and I thank you for it. I could not do this without you. Otherwise, it would just be me talking to myself. So. Uh, and continue to read, of course, toy cars on the nightstand. The blog, you know, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit harder to do sometimes, but that is growing as well. And and speaking to toy cars on the nightstand, I want to talk about, you know, kind of getting into this segment or getting into this episode of of what's been on my mind. About a week or two ago, I wrote uh, an entry called "Bright Lights, Big City," and uh, which is a movie, by the way, in case you didn't know that, and a song, and all kinds of other stuff. But um got to get a drink of water. I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> anyway, but um, I wrote, a, I wrote a, an entry about that. And what that entry was, if you haven't read it, and if you haven't read it, hit pause now. Go read it real quick. It'll take you two, three minutes. It's not very long. Unless you're a slow reader, I'll give you four. Come back and finish listening. I'll give you a second. Okay. So, Bright Lights, Big City. And then kind of what I discussed was, I was talking about how things change. You know, how you can be one way and then all of a sudden as time and circumstances you adapt to another. So for me, I've always been a city guy. I've loved the city. I mean, it didn't matter which city. Some city I prefer, you know, over others, obviously. But I love the city, the buildings, the, the busyness of it, the, the traffic, the noise, the smell. Sometimes the smell is, is not so great especially if you're in Detroit and you're walking over one of those sewers that smoke comes out of all the time or New York or Chicago, I guess. Um, But just the vibe of it, you know, the energy, you know, the, it literally is this ball of energy in the city. And it's, it's hard to describe if if you're not in touch with it because you really have to be in touch with the city. Some people get very intimidated by the city. You know, they're not used to, crossing the street and the traffic and the horns and the busyness of it all and not just that they get intimidated by the by how much is there in such a small area because if you think about a city i mean you have la which no offense la is not a great city it's just not it's not a great layout it's not a great city i mean there's some cool stuff there but it's spread out it's not what i consider to be one of the best cities in detroit or in detroit in the country obviously when you look at, like, Chicago, forget the politics and all the crap that's going on. You look at the city itself. What a great city. Surrounded by one of the greatest lakes. It's got some of the best shopping, best food, best entertainment. You don't need a cab. You, you could get one because, I mean, walking across half of Chicago can, it can be time-consuming. But you don't need a car. You better not have a car if you live there, that's for sure. You just walk everywhere and do whatever you want. You're going to find something. There's so much vibe and energy there. Plus, you just know that around the corner, depending on what part of the city you're from, Lake Michigan's right there. So, you're getting that breeze. I mean, and I'm not talking the windy city, I'm talking the normal wind where you can smell the fresh water coming in. There's something about that that's exciting, and it can be very intimidating to people. I have always been a city guy. I've always envisioned myself living in the city, and in this, Blog entry, I talk about how that has changed. And I kind of wanted to talk more about that, you know, because I've been thinking about it lately, obviously. And it has changed. I don't foresee myself. I'm 41 years old, and obviously everything's different now. And of course, the next five years, everything's going to be different. But I don't see myself living in a city anymore. You know, a major city, Dallas. I don't ever want to live in Austin anyway. I like it, but it's not for me. Uh, Chicago, back to Detroit, Boston, New York, Philly. You know, places like that, Seattle, Houston, San Antonio, just these major cities, Denver, which I love. I love Colorado. I live in Boulder, outside of Boulder. Close to the city, but not in it. I just don't see myself in those cities. And it's not because I don't love them. It's not because I still don't get that high of going to a city. It's because I really think, obviously, my whole mentality has changed with Luke. First, on the record, let me say there's nothing wrong with raising your children in a city. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it has its pros and cons like anywhere. But I don't have the desire to deal with that anymore. Look, I don't go to the clubs anymore. I don't spend all my nights in bars. Not to say that's all you do in a city. I don't work in corporate buildings and corporate Americas and huge marketing firms or finances. And again, that's not all you do in the city. But there's really not a desire for me to be there and live with Luke. And who knows, that could change. But I don't have that attraction to live there. I have the attraction to be a visitor. A visitor who can go in for three, four days or a night and really embrace the city. Not be intimidated by it. Go have a good time. Walk around the corner. Grab something to eat. Grab something from a restaurant. Go get something to drink at a local bar. See some local music. Do whatever and leave. I want to be close enough to the city to where I can get that vibe. I can get that fix. But I wanna come back to some peace. I wanna come back to, to some calm, mellow, what some may consider boring, and be with my son. And I talk about that in the blog. And I don't know exactly when that changed, and I fought it. I have fought it for some time now to acknowledge that. But what I've noticed is, and I think it coincides with other things that have gone in my life that have made me just take a step back and look and say, okay, what's really important? I've noticed that over the past several years, I've been getting that way. I've been getting more that way of remove me from the city. Now, I don't want to be out in, in, in the middle of nowhere. I've got some friends that live in the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, yeah, No. And even when I'm driving, like when I go camping and I go to Broken Bow and I love it, I don't, I'm driving through some towns and I'm going, how do, how do people live here? What do you do? Where do you work? What do you do? That's not me. There's no energy. Currently I'm in Frisco and Frisco has, I mean, it has gotten huge and grown so much in the last 10, 10, almost 11 years that I've been in Texas. Unreal growth. So it's become this big city, little big town, this big city outside of Dallas. I mean, it's not Plano, Plano's big, but Frisco for what it has from the star and FC Dallas and Dr. Pepper Field, plus all the medical um, buildings and companies and hospitals, all that, it's really become known. I mean, it's, Frisco's now known somewhat nationwide, really. It's on a lot of lists of, of one of the best places to live and upcoming cities and all that. That being said, I don't consider Frisco a great city. It's good schools, good place to raise a family. And just because it's growing fast, though, it's growing in a way that is taking away from what it was or what it could be. For example... And this is not a Frisco bashing. This is, this is getting to my point. For example, downtown Main Street. When you hear Main Street, you assume that's the epicenter of that town. It's Main Street. Downtown Main Street in Frisco was doing very well. When I first moved here, it was eh. Wasn't a lot going on down there. But then it started to change and things started happening. You had some bars restaurants i mean you've got 811 and and at the time it was Stans. uh now it's dds um they got heritage house and then you know you've got some great local boutiques and shops and then you've got of course one of the best coffee places around summer moon and frisco so you've got this cool thing and it looks cool it's a small street traffic sucks that's for sure outside of those streets though there's some great houses there's some parks You're right by FC Dallas, you're right by, you know, you got the Frisco Rail Yard, and then you connect to Frisco Square and all that. Sounds exciting. Unfortunately, however, things have changed even more so in Frisco, that that has kind of lost focus. Yes, they're building this so-called rail district. It's a building, but okay. But it's the same stuff that I'm seeing go in Frisco another coffee shop. Now, they may be great. I hope I wish them well, but it's down the block from an established phenomenal coffee shop. And then you have another yoga place and a gym. It's the same. That doesn't make me want to go to Frisco and live and thrive. And then you go to Frisco Square and you've got nothing. The library and Pizzeria Testa are the greatest things in Frisco Square. And Square's not even a square anyway. It's like a U-turn. Again, that's not a bash at Frisco. They just, they have sat there and looked at other areas to develop. And because of that, it has lost its appeal, his city appeal. Not to mention every time I turn around, they're putting up something ridiculous. So just, just down the street from me, a mile and a half down the road, there's a UPS store and then a mile up the road now to put in a new UPS store and a supercuts which is across the street from another supercuts oh and a verizon which is a mile and a half from a verizon and there's a gas station on the corner which in less than a mile there's four gas stations it's building for the sake of building it's losing that vibe and what that vibe that i'm looking for is where i want to live is that small town close to a city with energy. You know, I want to sit on a porch. I miss porches. Back home, a lot of porches. My parents actually have a small porch. It's really not even a porch. I think it's, my patio might be bigger than their porch. It was one thing in this house I always got confused with. They got a great house and they got this little porch. I guess that was just their design, but I don't know. It it just, it, it's just one of those things. Now, their back, their deck, and their patio, great. It's huge. It overlooks a nice pond. It's very nice. But a lot of people I know back home have porches. Porches are a big deal. Especially if you're in Detroit, you sit on the porch, you hang out. I like that. Love that. Not a lot of porches here. Unless you go downtown and some of the older homes. Texas is big on patios around here, that's for sure. But not so much porches. But I want that little porch, a decent sized porch where I can sit there with a chair. Luke can sit there with me. My buddies can come over. I can talk on the phone, whatever. Or I can go back in the patio with a little tiny, nice backyard, decent garage, small, and somewhere where I can walk. You know, know, I can walk to get some ice cream. I can walk to the bar, a local bar that's been there for a hundred years. I'm going to have a couple drinks and walk home a place where we know on the 4th of July, we're going to have this awesome parade and fireworks and this festival. And it's just been doing it. It's just part of the the town's culture. And I'm not saying that Frisco doesn't have that or other towns don't, but it's losing that small town vibe, which is why I don't foresee myself staying in Frisco forever. Obviously. But I want to find that town that does have that. You know, buddy of mine lives outside of Boulder and they do all kinds of stuff out there. Not to mention you've got the mountains all around you, but you're still close to Boulder and you're still close to Denver where you can appreciate the city. If you ever watch that show Parks and Rec and Pawnee, Indiana sounds like the smallest Quirkiest town in the world. But one of the coolest things that I, that I was watching on there is when they were doing the Harvest Festival and they were doing all these little parades and fun events and, and they were talking about, you know, yes, it's a small town, but this is my town. I love it. And we do these things because it's our town. And you had all these different people around from different walks of life that were enjoying that small town. Now, I know it's a TV show, but I miss that. You know, back home in South Lyon where my parents are, they used to do this thing every year. And South Lyon's small, trust me. It's grown, but it's small. They used to do this thing every year called Pumpkin Fest. And it was was geared around homecoming. So that's awesome. And of course, around Halloween. And it was great. They'd have a parade. They'd have a festival. I mean, and I remember going to that and loving it. Like, it was a big deal. I think they canceled it already this year because of COVID. COVID's just, don't get me started on that. But that's what I miss. You know, what I've seen in Frisco, and I hate, this really does sound like I'm being negative about it, but I'm just trying to give you guys an idea of what I'm looking at. What I see in Frisco is forced. There's nothing really traditional here. I mean, granted, it's kind of a young city, even though it's old. I mean, the tradition here is the Frisco snow cone lady. That's that's a staple, and that's awesome. But what else? I mean, FC Dallas shoots off fireworks, and they're nice. But what else? I mean, it's just... It, it's like it wants to be bigger than it is, but still wants to kind of please that small group of people that wants it to stay small. I... I It doesn't make sense to me. I want to have Luke and raise Luke in a town that's small, but big enough for him to enjoy and meet people and close enough to where if he wants to expand, he can leave and go to another city and and check it out. I don't want him to be out in the middle of a cornfield and that's all he knows. But I also don't want him... To just know the city either. I want them to have that balance, you know. And I, I look at towns like even Waco, which has really grown, and I, it looks great, beautiful. You know, the only thing I knew about Waco back in the day was the David Koresh thing. Now I think I don't. Now I don't even think of that. I think of Chip and Joanna. So I look at that and I go, it's close enough to a city for sure, but it's still a town, a small town with a great park and and all kinds of stuff to do there. And I'm realizing the downtime and the quiet time and the time away from the hustle is so important. It's like downtime at home, you know? Today's one of those days where I'm not getting much accomplished.
1: And I'm okay with
0: that. I'm I'm taking my time To let my body and my brain relax. And I know you can do that in the city, but there's something about sitting outside on the patio, hearing the frogs and the crickets and looking at the stars with your son when he's just about to go to bed and and not hearing anything else except for some coyotes in the distance. But realizing when he gets older, if we want to drive 30 minutes, we can be in the city riding the dart, riding the train, checking out some local music, Things like that. I think if you're single, the city life is worth it. And married too. I'm not putting people down for that. But I think when you get to a certain point in your life where you're over things, where you're just kind of done with it, it's not that you don't care about it. It's not that, look, I think the clubs are great. I think there's a purpose for them. I still love that music. I still love electronic music, techno and all that. I'm not going to a club anytime soon. So I think if you remove some of those vibes from your life, some of those things from your life, then you kind of just, your whole perspective changes. And it's, it's been an awakening for me because now that is what I want. I want that. I want to find that little house with that patio, with that little yard in a little town that's close to a city. And that's not unreasonable. It's actually probably a lot easier for me to find than finding a good place in the city that's not outrageous. And I want that. I want Luke to be able to go in the backyard. I want Luke to be able to know those traditions. And maybe when he's older, he's going to dip out and think think it's the worst thing ever. But I think growing up, I think it's a very important thing. So it, it was a big deal for me to realize that I don't want to be in a city anymore and I don't want to deal with that craziness. I think as you grow older too, you start to look at, I mean, you hear these things as you grow older, you realize what's important. I don't necessarily know if it's as you get older or as much as you mature, not that I ever want to use the word mature when my name's involved. but. I think it's as you start to separate yourself and let go of the baggage and let go of those things and those ideas that you've been carrying and being more open-minded, I think you start to realize a lot more. And that's one of those things where it comes to living is find your home. Don't just move somewhere because you like the vibe. Find your home. And I finally have realized that that's what I want and that's what I'll be looking for. So no more big city guy. I mean, I think I'll always be known as a city guy, but no more big city guy and, and, and no more, no more Frisco, Brandon. (laughs) I mean, that's not true. Frisco, don't get offended. Everybody out there that I know in Frisco, calm down. I love you guys. You know how I am, but, uh, I think it'd be time, you know, and I'll be curious to see what happens and where we land and where we'll be doing podcasts from. I don't really want to go do a, a studio podcast anymore. I I did 3 of those already and uh I kind of like doing them on the road or in my own studio. So um I'd rather not do three studio podcasts anymore but maybe do it from my porch one day where you guys can hear the coyotes. So but uh anyway, well that's that's pretty much it. You know, I'm curious, what do you guys think? You know, what what are your thoughts on on living in a big city? What are your thoughts living in a in the country or i mean maybe you prefer the the country in the cornfields. maybe you prefer the big city maybe frisco's it maybe you are at peace in frisco and if that's the case that is awesome and you should stay here and live a happy life um but i'm just curious you know what have you changed or or i guess what views have changed for you on living over the years you know some people love you know i've known people to have a house and then scale down to an apartment at a young age. Not because they couldn't afford the house anymore, because they just prefer the apartment living. You know, there's some people who say, I never want to live in an apartment because you're just tossing your money out the window. But that's not necessarily true either. So I'm just curious. Let me know. Don't forget, email me. You can email me at toycarsthenightstand.com. That way I can get you to uh, check out the uh, <laughs> the blog while you email me. And then, uh, of course, lifeofanaveragejoe.com. You can email me. And keep listening, keep supporting. I really thank you guys a lot for this. Uh, so this is a nice little short podcast just to do a little follow-up on the toys on the night car, uh, toys on the night cars, toys on the uh, blog, uh, where I talk about city life. I get into a little more details about that, a little more experiences I had. But it's been on my mind lately. I've been looking at houses and different things like that. And I think that's why I, I've had this in my in my head. But um, anyways, if you missed any other podcasts, you can find them on Anchor. You can find them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify all around there. Uh, very excited, though. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I've got a podcast coming up with a very, very good friend of mine, a very great local artist. Uh, he's going to kick off season two. That's right, season two. Um, which I'm very excited about. So that'll be, you know, probably sometime in September, uh, when we'll, we'll take a short break and, and come back in September. Um, of course we've still got some more podcasts to go. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. And, uh, if you want to hear the, uh, the, the third beer podcast, that'll be probably in the next week or so, but, uh, check out beer, 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 uh, episodes or part one and part two of beer, beer, beer. We talk a lot of craft beer and, uh, we have the guests on, my nights of the bar top on, as we discuss uh, local breweries and discuss their favorite beers and some of the worst beers they've tasted. So that should be interesting. But uh, check it out. Don't forget to follow us. Um, leave me comments. I'll get back to your emails. And I want to thank everybody again. Uh, thank everybody at Anchor. Thank everybody at Spotify, Apple. Everybody for helping me out, uh, put this together. I'll tell you what, Anchor has the best customer service. So big shout out to anchor, um, for taking care of me. And, uh, thanks to you guys. You know, this is, this has been fun. So check out toy cars, on the nightstand, read the blog support, be safe.